Investment advisory services provided by Drake & Associates, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through a separate company, Loft Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a Wisconsin insurance agency. Clients are under no obligation to purchase any recommended insurance products. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. While we believe the information in the show is reliable, we cannot guarantee its accuracy. Neither Drake & Associates or Loft Financial Advisory Group accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Before you start planning your retirement party, make sure you've got your retirement plan. You can never be too prepared for life after work, and we're here to help. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. We'd always love for you to visit us at WealthWisconsin.com. We got the tall, dashing Brad Allen. How you doing? Good. Kids uh, ready? We're, getting, we're zooming in on Christmas here. It's hard. Yeah. I know, they're excited. Hard to believe. It's like we're almost in single-digit days here. It's the, the final stretch here. Yeah. My three-year-old has uh, all the requests in. He wants the the same thing he's wanted the last two years. What's that? Uh, uh, fire truck. Fire truck. He's got a fleet at this he's point. He's got a fleet yeah. of fire trucks. That's good. What about Mama? What did uh, what'd you get Mama? I can't say. She well, she's listening. not listening. She might be. Did, does she actually listen to the show? or? Uh off and on but you're done shopping right you got everybody taken care of i think we're good actually yeah <laughs> that's good. a lot of online it's, stuff it's this a good year. spot to be Brad. yeah especially this time of year that's it's pretty pretty close. early for us guys right <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a good it's deal not the but. last minute well i'm really excited brad this is probably social security i think you know it's one of the probably more common questions that we get from people and, and i think there's a lot of different ways to look at it social security but it's one of the three most common sources of retirement income and we talk about it a lot in our various different classes and when folks come to the office or the education center. And we know the government program faces a number of challenges over the coming years, which could definitely impact the benefits. So I want to go through today why it might pay to take Social Security benefits out of your retirement planning equation. And, and we'll also talk about ways, maybe on the flip side of that, on how to maximize Social Security. But you know, what? I guess from a starting point, Brad, what do we need to know about the current state of Social Security? Well, I mean, for years, we've been told that Social Security is, is unsustainable. Some reports warn that Social Security is running out of money or even in danger of disappearing altogether. New numbers show that if nothing is done, tens of millions of Americans will see a smaller check when Social Security's trust funds are tapped out in the next 16 years. Congress has a few options once funds are depleted. You know, they can pass laws to, uh, to keep benefits at the same level, but increasing the country's deficit in the process. It could also choose to raise the age Americans are eligible to receive Social Security benefits or increase payroll taxes, something we've seen in the past. You know, some folks, uh, full retirement age is 65, some is 66, 66 in six months, some are 67 now, so they could just keep increasing that number. Um, Social Security does face some serious challenges and the, the, the payout may change, but the program itself is not going to go, go away. So regardless of the outcome, it only reinforces the need to have a comprehensive plan when it comes to retirement. Yeah, and I think, you know, when we talk about, 
maybe erring on the conservative side, we're going to talk a little bit this afternoon about, you know, maybe planning not to have Social Security, but there's lots of different ways to turn it on, right, Brad? Yeah, I mean, hundreds of different ways. Hundreds of different strategies, and I think a lot of people get to that magic age of 62 mm-hmm. and think, boy, it's not going to be there. Maybe I should jump on and start it right away. And for some people, that might be the right choice. In particular, if you don't think you have longevity, Maybe there's not longevity in the family. Maybe there's a health issue you're dealing with that makes you feel you may not live late in life. Or, or maybe it's out of necessity. You can't afford to wait. But it's a substantial reduction at 62. It is. You get you know about 75% of what your full benefit would be if you take it that early. And it's not that that's the wrong choice. It's just how, do you, how does it work with everything else that you have? We talk about it all the time. We had a class a couple of weeks ago where we were talking about Social Security should be kind of thought of as another asset that you poured money into your whole life. Now, how are you going to draw it out? And that makes a big difference. Yeah, I know you've talked about that before, and I love that concept of thinking about Social Security as an asset. And then maybe there's a better way to use that asset. As you mentioned, grow 6% from 62 to full retirement. That's going to be between... 65 and 67 depending on your birth year and then eight percent from that full retirement to 70 so pretty tough i mean tough might be a understatement really impossible to find a guaranteed product that's going to grow at that rate so for some people it may make sense to wait on that and these are the type of decisions that we really try to educate folks on and prepare you for we're pretty much wrapped up this year brad we actually have one more class this week i do think it's full though um, but you can check the site. It's on Wednesday here, the 18th at 6 o'clock at our education center. We're going to talk about Roth conversions. And then right away next year, we're going to jump into required minimum distributions, Social Security strategies, how this new Trump tax code is affecting decisions that we're making in retirement. We're going to do some talks on politics and investing. A lot of anxiety, I think, with you know the presidential election coming up next year and and how to handle that. So for folks, especially with a sensitive schedule, I know we talk about the classes, and, and unfortunately they do fill up fairly quickly. So jump on the website. You can see all of the upcoming courses, and you can register right there. Website is wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. You can hit the register button for the various classes, and we'll get you signed up, or you can call the office during the week at 414-409-7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready to sail into the sunset. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, certified financial planner with Drake and Associates. You can always visit us. We have lots of great articles, videos, tools, all the upcoming courses at wealthwisconsin.com. And we got the uh, talented, tall, da- what, what, uh, what descriptors can we use today? Tall's good. Tall's good? Yeah, I'm pretty tall. You don't like when I talk about how handsome you are. <laughs> they say I have a face for radio and you have a face for TV, Brad. I don't know about that. I think so. I uh, most of our clients are in pretty, pretty good agreement there, I think. I guess. All right. <laughs> but we got Brad <laughs> Allen here today. like to tease him a little bit. But, Brad, we're talking about Social Security maybe you know, some of the challenges that Social Security is facing. And I certainly don't want people to walk away from, from you know, the, the hour here today thinking, boy, Social Security is not going to be there. I need to panic. But, you know, from a conservative mindset, I think there's some things you can do where if something happens, right, if being the, the operative word, you don't have to worry. You can set yourself up. Well, that will be a nice icing 
uh, on top. So, you know, why might it be a good idea, Brad, to leave Social Security out of your retirement plan? It's kind of like what we talk about quite a bit. You know, when we put a retirement plan together, we we use high inflation, low rates of return. You're just planning for the worst. You know, what if this happened? Would you still be okay? And Social Security provides that foundation of income for workers, but benefits are pretty modest. The average Social Security benefit will be about $1,503 in 2020, which is about $18,000 per year. And that's not enough to cover most retirees' expenses, which is why we need to change our thinking about the program's place in, in the whole retirement planning process. Nearly 60% of retirees see Social Security as a major source of income. And that's a, a troubling statistic for a number of reasons. For one, Social Security benefits are only designed to replace about 40% of your income. And we tell clients that you know, you'll likely need about 70% of your, your, your other assets to kind of meet those needs, whether you're drawing from a 401k or whatever, whatever else is out there in your scenario. Maybe you're lucky enough to have a pension. So you just have to start thinking about Social Security as what if it doesn't look the same going forward? And do I have the assets to meet my expenses? It's all about what's coming in versus what's going out. Yeah, and you mentioned it earlier, but we really encourage people. Certainly folks can come in, no cost or obligation. We have a series of reports that we'll create for them. We'll do a couple hours of homework, and we can analyze your risk. Is your risk aligned with the risk you're taking? What's the internal cost in your portfolio? Is the portfolio operating efficiently, meaning are you getting the returns for the risk you're taking? We can start to you know, answer that big question we all seem to have. Do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? You know, what's the impact of taxes, inflation, market fluctuations, right? And and really hopefully put your mind at ease on that a bit. And, and you know, you mentioned it, but I really encourage people, whether you do it with us, on your own, through some software or somewhere else, really make sure you're being conservative. I think a simple example, as you mentioned, you know, 10-year inflation rate right now is about 1.5%. Mm -hmm. You know, we really like to use the 100-year number, which is about 3.1%. Now, arguably, maybe we're growing the expenses a little faster than they'll grow, but let's err on the safe side, right? We can plug in your investments and put in a 12% rate of return, but who's going to average that? And if you look at your average retiree, how many retirees are taking on the type of risk to get that type of average rate of return? Again, let's use a conservative number. If we can make your plan fly with a conservative rate of return, an aggressive rate of inflation. We can test it for good market periods, bad market periods, run through these different, you know, what I term kind of stress tests or simulations. Then you can sleep well at night. We talk a lot, Brad, about, you know, I, I can kind of geek out on the numbers and the statistics. I'm kind of a, a math nerd, if you will. But, um, you know, I, I can statistically show somebody how their plan is great. They can survive good market periods, bad market periods. But if we inevitably, and we will, go through a correctionary period at some point, and I have you up at night, I'd argue I failed you on a lot of levels, right? So it's really about understanding that risk tolerance, because remember, the worst thing we can do is go through that correctionary period, it hits some type of down point where emotionally it's just too much to bear, and then someone sells it at the worst spot possible, right? I mean, even in, in the 16 months that surrounded 2008, the market was down 50%. It recovered, but it took 37 months. Some stages in life, who cares, right? Things were on sale. It was a great opportunity to invest for other people that could have been devastating and ended their retirement. You know, because a lot of times in retirement, we don't have the luxury to just let it recover. We're taking money out every month because we need that income 
to supplement our retirement. So I think this concept of being conservative with your projections becomes very, very important. And too often, Brad, we see people keep that risk level too high, too deep into retirement. So really an important thing to do and a lot of great tools that folks can look at. We can help you with that if you come in to really analyze your risk and take a look at where you're at. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready for retirement the right way. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can always visit us. Got lots of great information for you at WealthWisconsin.com. Got my compadre here, Brad Allen and... We're talking about uh, Brad's Christmas presents to his wife. We're (laughs) taking calls for recommendation. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But we're zooming in on Christmas. But in all seriousness, Brad, we're talking today a little bit about Social Security. You know, I think it's really a two-headed monster, if you will. We we talk probably quite a bit about how to turn it on, making sure you've implemented a Social Security strategy. But for those still kind of zooming in on retirement and planning, Today, we're talking a little bit about this concept of being conservative, you know, really supporting yourself. I like the idea of being in control of my financial future and this idea of making your retirement plan work without Social Security. You know, I do think it'll be there. I think it's definitely going to change. It needs to change. But, you know, we talk a lot, Brad, about this concept. You know, I'm not, uh, for those folks that have met me, I'm not the... uh, tallest uh, gentleman around (laughs) but when I was a little guy I couldn't quite reach the sink to brush my teeth I had that three-legged stool I'd climb up on so I think about that a lot as it pertains to income you know the number one question we get is do I have enough money am I going to be okay it's really a question of longevity and if you think about that three-legged stool concept right that that stool doesn't balance unless it has all three legs working Right. And and so there's this concept that those three legs that support our income in retirement, one of them's a pension if you're fortunate enough to have that. So many of us don't. Right. So now the stool's already a little bit wobbly. You have Social Security if it's there. If it's not, it could be a problem. Right. And then you have that nest egg, which is that third leg. Mm -hmm. And it really, if you have all three, it's about balancing those and making them work. But but how Brad has Social Security's instability really impacted this idea of the three-legged stool in retirement. Yeah, I mean, you were just talking about the the pensions are are kind of a thing of the past, and if Social Security changes, you better have some good balance for that. Yeah, that's for sure. Do you have a pension, Brad? Oh, wait, I'd have to pay for it. No way. No pension, buddy. (laughs) The the three-legged stool of retirement planning, you know, it states that the income from Social Security, a pension, your retirement savings should be enough to get you through retirement. But because fewer people are receiving that pension and Social Security is facing some problems, we need to take a serious look at the, the savings a little bit. So retirement pension plans reduce longevity risk because they provide income that lasts forever. Every month for the rest of your life, you get a check and it doesn't go away. And that makes a pension plan a great leg if you, can, if you have it. However, finding one at work is few and far between. Only 17% of private sector workers still have a pension plan in place. And the decline of that defined benefit pension plan 
uh, kind of grew to the rise of the 401ks where you, you have to put the money in yourself. You have to make all the choices and you have to make sure that you're being your own advocate and, and making sure that you're saving for yourself. And that's kind of turned that stool upside down. We don't have those pensions that are there to take care of us for the rest of our lives. So we have to be that person that puts that money away. And, and you always want to make sure just trying to put 10 to 15% away per paycheck every single month if you can. And especially if there's a company match, that's free money. So you want to take advantage yeah you bring up some great points and you know one of the things i think was most devastating you know companies said you work for us your entire career we're going to take care of you with a pension for the rest of your life and you know they funded it not the employee and, and who was responsible for the investment choices the employer i mean to the point where if it wasn't performing well they'd have to pump more cash into it now you go to the 401k where it's primarily a vast majority of it is funded by the employee and now the employee has to make the investment choices. Data shows us most employees do not pick well when it comes to their funds. So now it's a double whammy that you have to fund it and you have to make investment choices. If it doesn't perform well, it can really hurt. So I, I think having that balance and having someone really assist you with that retirement plan really becomes important, especially in the era of these declining or, or probably better word is disappearing pensions, right? And that's a lot of the things that we talk about, Brad, at the classes. We have one class left this year at our education center. That's going to be on Wednesday the 18th at 6 o'clock. We're going to talk about Roth conversions, how getting some of that money growing income tax-free can really impact the longevity of your portfolio. It can mean less taxation on Social Security and more money in, in your bank accounts, which is really important. Then we're going to kick off next year with some great classes. We have some tax planning classes, some elder law attorneys talking. We're going to talk about the impact of the presidential election. In February, we have the, our State of the Markets address. We're going to give a big talk on where the markets are at and where we think they're going for 2020. You can see all of those upcoming courses, and, of course, you can register right on our website at wealthwisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. Click on that Classes button. You'll see all the upcoming courses. You can hit that Register button and sign up for the classes of your choice. You can, of course, also call the office at 414-409-7226. You're listening to The Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Preparing you for the ultimate vacation. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can always visit us, find lots of great information at wealthwisconsin.com. Got Brad Allen here. And Brad, today we're talking about Social Security, maybe some conservative-minded planning, you know, planning on retirement without Social Security, kind of being the master of your own fate when it comes to the your finances in the future. And but before we jump back in, I always like to take the opportunity, boy, uh, I always say Saturdays are busy, but I think this time of year, it's probably mm -hmm. to an extreme, right? All the holiday parties and shopping and cooking and yeah. cookies and all that good stuff. I've been trying to stick to my diet. Trying it's to not, keep track of where all the kids are. That's right. I'm not doing well on my diet. No? But no, this that's time, of year. time of year. Yeah, bro. this is a that's Thanksgiving to Christmas. That's why they have New Year's resolutions. That's right. right. I'm going to need that. I'm going to remind <laughs> me in January. We'll stick to <laughs> that. Right. But... Um, Busy time of year, but I do appreciate we have so many folks over the years that have helped, you know, listen and support the show and such a growing population there. And I, I really appreciate that support. And uh, we do understand you have a lot of listening choices and we appreciate the time you spend with us. And show's now available as a podcast as well. So 
If you're not available at 1 o'clock on Saturdays, you can certainly go to your podcast app, search Retirement Ready Show or Tony Drake. Our show will pop up. You can hit that subscribe button. Then you can pick or choose the different topics you find of interest. You can tune in while you're on a treadmill or the bike or the elliptical or while you're laying on a couch in the evening, right? You know, yeah, yeah. get your pump. Yeah, we'll, we'll, pump, <laughs> we'll pump you up, right? So, uh, no, we, we appreciate that. You can tune in there. We always encourage questions. Brad, folks can send those in to radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. And we have one that, I guess, pertains to the general topic of Social Security, but someone wrote in and they were curious about spousal benefits as it pertains to Social Security. Yeah, and it's a great question. Um, a lot of a lot of times people are asking, are those spousal benefits still available? What's still out there? And the answer is, yeah, they are still available for, for some people. Um, you had to be the right age by the right time, and that age was 62 by December 31st of 2015. So as long as you were that age by that time, you can still file what they call a restricted application. And that just means you're going to go into the Social Security office and you're going to say, I want to file for Social Security, but I don't want to take my own benefit yet. I want to take a spousal benefit based on my spouse's earnings. So what they do there is they take your number at the top of that green and white sheet, your, your full retirement number, and they cut that in half. And that's what your spousal benefit would be. And the real benefit of doing that is your own Social Security benefit keeps going up at 8% per year in the background. So you get this spousal benefit in the meantime, and your own benefit is, is still going up in the background, and you can switch back to it later on down the road. So if you do meet that age criteria, I think it's, it's something that you definitely want to take a look at and see if it works in your plan. But for those folks that didn't meet that age, those age restrictions, it's gone. It's one of those tough things where you just can't do it anymore. There are some spousal step-ups and some other kind of spousal benefits that we can get into. Um, you know, it, there's a lot to them. It kind of gets in the weeds a little bit, but let's say you have one spouse at a very high amount. They had high earning years and one spouse, uh, maybe didn't work. They stayed home with the kids or maybe worked part-time. So they have a much lower earning record. When the higher spouse turns their social security benefit on the, the social security administration will automatically give a spousal step up to that lower earner spouse to get them to half of what they, the other spouse was entitled to at full retirement age. So That's a great one. And I think another thing a lot of people don't realize, Brad, you can pause your Social Security. Mm -hmm. Maybe you kind of panicked, turned it on early, were worried about health or whether it will be there, and you, know, you say, boy, I'd like to get some of that growth. There's some certain restrictions and rules, but you can stop that, allow it to grow again. We'd love to walk you through that. One of the things we do when folks come into the office no cost or obligation. We're going to give you a full report. And one of the things we're going to look at is Social Security strategies. Are there some ways to get more out of Social Security? We also have a lot of great classes coming up, Brad. This Wednesday, we're going to have a talk at our education center in Waukesha about Roth conversions, the power of that income tax-free growth, how to potentially have less taxes on your Social Security in the long run, how that means you get to keep more of your nest egg. We don't need to draw as much out. Makes your money last a lot longer. We have talks coming up on Social Security specifically, estate planning, tax planning, requirement, all kinds of great topics coming up in 2020. We do need folks to register ahead of time. Now, I do apologize. The classes do fill up. You can go to our website, wealthwisconsin.com. Click on that classes button. You'll see all the upcoming courses. You're able to register right there. Again, that website is wealth 
wisconsin.com or you can of course call the office during the week at 414-409-7226 that's 414-409-7226 you're listening to the retirement ready show on wtmj answering all of your retirement questions on retirement ready with tony drake on wtmj you're listening to wtmj This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can always visit us. Lots of great information for you at WealthWisconsin.com. i got my partner here, Brad Allen, and we're talking Social Security. Probably maybe, yeah, very hot topic. Great point. Maybe a better better title is just kind of conservative, you know, planning as it comes to retirement. We, We always encourage people to be conservative. Some simple ways you can do that. Assume higher rates of inflation in your projections. Assume lower rates of return. You know, account for taxation, right? If all your money's in those pre-tax accounts, you need a couple thousand a month to supplement income. You're going to have to take more out to pay the taxes, right? But So lots of ways you can do that. But one of the concepts we're talking about is really funding your own retirement, being in control, not counting on Social Security. So I think, you know, we've talked about a lot, Brad. Americans are drastically you know, undersaved, if you will, or not saving enough for retirement. A recent report from the U.S. Federal Reserve found that nearly a quarter of adults, 25% almost, had no, no retirement savings or pension. Even though the amount of people can stash away depends on largely on income and circumstances, you know, the amount of money that people can stash away, I think, varies so much depending on your circumstances. It's important to begin saving as soon as possible. So what's the first thing we can do to really make sure we're funding our own retirement? Stop spending money. Oh, it sounds so simple, Brad. Save, save, save. And you're saying that in December here. <laughs> right. The blasphemy of That's it all. Right. As we all know, that saving money is, is, isn't an easy thing. Uh, immediate life expenses often take uh, precedence and... There's no excuse for not starting somewhere, though. Even if it's just $100 a paycheck, one of the best ways to save is through an employer-sponsored plan, a 401k or a 403b or whatever employer plan you have, or even a traditional IRA. So I recommend putting, again, 10 to 15% of every paycheck into a 401k or, or some kind of retirement account. If that's not possible, make sure you're at least putting in enough to get the match. Also consider opening an IRA or even a Roth IRA would be a a great option to save outside of your employer plan. The most important thing is that you adopt the the pay yourself first mentality. So you have to think of, you know, yourself as almost like a bill. You wouldn't not pay the Netflix bill or you wouldn't not pay your electric bill for the month. So make sure that you include your future as a bill that you have to pay and you cannot not do it. Yeah, I think putting yourself first really makes a big difference. I think also what's important, you know, so many folks, probably one of the biggest things we see missing from retirement plans is tax strategies. And you really want to minimize that taxable income. I think choosing the right type of account for savings is really important. There's a number of options out there, but they differ in contribution limits, tax benefits. There's early withdrawal rules, right? So there's going to be no one glove that fits all. But you can contribute up to $19,000 in your 401k for 2019 and up to $25,000 if you're 50 and older. That money grows tax deferred, which means you'll pay taxes on the withdrawals in retirement. An IRA or an individual retirement account allows you to save up to $6,000 per year and an extra $1,000 in what's called a catch-up contribution if you're 50 and older. 
They reduce your taxable income each year and your money grows tax deferred. But retirement savers really need to consider a Roth as well. It's different from a traditional in that you're putting in money after tax, but it grows tax-free, comes out tax-free. I would make the argument, Brad, we're in a really low tax environment following the tax cuts and job acts, sometimes referred to as the Trump tax cuts. So might be a good time to say, I really don't need that deduction. I mean, we all like a deduction now. We like to get a refund, pay as little taxes now, but... I will tell you, Brad, I have yet for a retiree that I'm working with to say, boy, I wish I was paying taxes on my income, right? (laughs) Just doesn't happen, right? So sometimes for going to deduction now to have that grow tax-free, come out tax-free is really important. Now, you might be a high-income earner, and the tax deduction now is pretty powerful, but for some folks, it it just isn't necessary, and the power that tax-free income in retirement is much, much more valid. In fact, we have a class, Brad, this week. It's our last class for the year on Roth conversions. Very uh, powerful technique that people can introduce early in retirement that can have a really big impact on the longevity of their portfolios. For some folks, it can lead to lower taxation on their Social Security. can really be an impactful tax strategy. And again, that's going to be here on Wednesday evening at 6 o'clock at our Education Center. And we're going to walk folks through that. Really important that you calculate that properly. One of the things that changed with the Trump tax cut, no more recharacterization. So you don't get a redo. You can't hit the undo button and change it. Once you do it, you're stuck with the taxable income. So you want to make sure you're doing that right. You can register for that and all of our classes at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com or by calling the office at 414-409-7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Walking you through your retirement plan. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates can always visit us. We have lots of great information, articles, tools, videos, upcoming classes, really attractive pictures of Brad (laughs) at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. And Brad, this week we're talking a little bit about maybe conservative estimates, conservative projections when it comes to really, you know, projecting how long is my money going to last? Do I have enough to retire? And we're talking about this concept of maybe taking Social Security off the table, and is it possible to come up with a plan where you're not dependent on Social Security? Now, I understand that's probably a very conservative outlook. I do think Social Security is going to be there for folks. So maybe to look at the other side of the coin, Brad, knowing that it is most likely to be there or it is there if you're retiring right now, you know, how can we begin to implement some of these strategies and Social Security strategies in general? Because there's lots of different ways to turn it on. And there's a lot of different, you know, there's a lot of confusion surrounding Social Security, too. I find that when a lot of retirees get to that point, um, they just have so many questions. They're so nervous about taking it. Is it the right time? Should I wait? So, you know, with all that confusion surrounding Social Security, you just want to put a plan together um, to see what is the best for you. You mentioned it earlier in the in the show here. Uh, we do Social Security strategy reports for, for folks that come into the office where it goes through all 500 different strategies that are out there, and it shows you mathematically what is the most you can get versus if you take it right away and, and any, any solution in between as well. The problem is 67% of people in a recent survey didn't even know their full retirement age. 
Uh, there's an added bonus to waiting past full retirement age because Social Security starts going up 8% per year until 70 years old. So you want to know these kind of things ahead of time before just jumping in and taking it right away at 62. Um, you want to make sure that you're getting some growth out of it or thinking of different strategies. And just from a tax standpoint in general, we talked a little bit about taxes today, but what if you drew from a tax-deferred account first in retirement before taking Social Security? I mean, you think about when you first retire and you don't have any more income coming in at all, you go into a very low tax bracket at that point. So taking money out of a 401k might make more sense at that time, especially when you're doing Roth conversions and things, you know, different tax strategies. But just in general, taking money out of that account while you're in the lowest tax bracket of your life is going to help you out. And then you're getting a guaranteed growth rate on Social Security. So these are all things that you want to consider. And like I said earlier, you want to think of Social Security as kind of one of those other assets that you've been putting money into your whole life. And now you got to decide how do you want to draw it out and what is the best way? How does it work with everything else that you have from a tax standpoint, from a risk standpoint? You know, all these different things make a difference. Yeah, it sure does. And I think there's so many strategies it becomes a little overwhelming for folks. They don't know you know, when to turn it on, do I take the reduction? You know, I think it's so tempting to get to 62 and just say, well, you know, I don't know if it's going to be there or, or, and again, there may be some very valid reasons to turn it on at 62. In fact, many of our clients have, but I'm a big advocate. You know, we talk so much about being an education first firm, and I'm just such a big advocate of making the decision with data feeling educated, feeling confident versus saying, oh, I'm at 62. I'll just, you know, I'll take the 25% reduction. Let's go for it. Right. right? Let, let's do that with, with data. Maybe, you know, you come into our office and take us up on one of these complimentary consultations and we can build the reports and show you, okay, if we take it at 62 and you live to 85, 90, 95, 100, here's the impact. If we implement a strategy where maybe we delay it, let it grow a little bit, here's the impact. And then you can decide, yes, that's worth it to me, or no, I just don't like the stress of not having it at 62 or wondering, am I going to live long enough to hit the break even? Or, you know, wondering, you know, am I going to be doing as much later in life? Maybe I want to spend it on travel. And it could be a million different reasons, right? But let's make that, I guess, decision with data, right? And that's the really the kind of the purpose behind our classes. We have some great classes. One more left this year, Brad, on Social, excuse me, Roth Conversions, that's going to be at our education center this Wednesday at 6 o'clock. And then we're going to kick off the year with some great talks on required minimum distributions, exactly these social security strategies, how to figure out the best strategy. This new tax code will be in our second year of doing tax returns under this new plan. What, if anything, are there some strategies you can do to really take advantage of these historically low interest rates that are going to expire, right? The individual tax cuts are set to kind of index back to where they were so it's really important that you do that you can register for all of the classes at wealthwisconsin.com you can hit that classes button see all of the upcoming courses pick the ones you like we do need you to register ahead of time they do fill up i apologize for that but Again, you can see all those classes at WealthWisconsin.com under the Classes button. Next week, where as 2019 comes to a close, I want to take some time to reflect back and we'll look at the biggest financial stories of 2019 and how they'll impact our finances in 2020 and beyond. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. 
Advice and opinions expressed during Retirement Ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake and Associates and not WTMJ, Good Karma Brands, and GKB Milwaukee.